Welcome to the Empire Files podcast. This is your host, Abby Martin. This is the audio of our show. You can watch the episodes on our YouTube channel or at theempirefiles.tv. Amidst all the upset in D.C. about Trump's surprise troop withdrawal in Syria, his defense secretary, General Mattis, resigned, saying his views are not aligned with Trump's. He even said in his resignation letter that Trump wasn't hostile enough to Russia and China. And again, Democrats are claiming that the resignation of a high-ranking general means all hell has broken loose. Our troops look to Secretary Mattis as a leader, and now he is going to be leaving them. This is very serious for our country. Secretary Mattis was one of the few symbols, the few items of strength and stability in this administration. Let's remember, Mattis rose to popularity by openly attacking Obama for his moves toward peace with Iran. Mattis is such a war hawk on Iran that Obama ousted him as CENTCOM commander. That's why Trump picked him in the first place, because they had a lot in common. Two anti-Muslim warmongers who fought Obama. With a nauseating number of articles hailing Mattis after his resignation, they seem to all forget this General Mattis. That kid's a lot of fun to fight him, you know? It's a hell of a hoot. Uh, it's fun to shoot some people. I'll be right up with you. I like brawling. Yikes. Unfortunately, Mattis's legacy is far worse than his sociopathic words. He first gained notoriety for ordering the bombing of a wedding party in the Iraqi village of Mukaradib in 2004 that killed 42 civilians. But Mattis was just getting started. He would go on to be the architect of the total annihilation of Fallujah, which massacred many thousands of Iraqis in their own homes. He did so by ordering a kill everything that moves, rules of engagement. It's a good day for peace in Fallujah. Peaceful day, you see it. In one instance known as the Haditha massacre, Marines went house to house and executed 24 unarmed Iraqis, including women, the elderly, and six children. Mattis made sure the perpetrators walked away unscathed, preventing investigations into civilian massacres carried out by his Marines. I don't have to apologize for the conduct of my men, he told reporters. The reason Mattis made such statements and defended the worst war crimes is meant to send a message to his men. We'll never know how many civilians were killed by Marines inspired by their great general. While it's a good thing he's no longer in the White House, it's a damn shame that he's a free man. Remember, Trump picked this Bush-era war criminal to the nation's top military position. If you think Mattis resigned because Trump is turning away from war, just look at his replacement. Trump promoted a literal executive at top war profiteer Boeing as acting Secretary of Defense, Patrick Shanahan. While serving as Mattis' deputy defense secretary, Shanahan scored his former company military contracts worth $20 billion. Again, removing the mask, stripping away any semblance of separation between the U.S. government and war machine. And just because the Pentagon brass and executive branch have, today and in the past, shown to have cracks and divisions, it's never over continuing versus ending war, but simply over minor differences in which strategy of imperialist military intervention should be used. Shanahan is cut from the same cloth as Mattis showing Trump is dedicated to promoting the most vicious warmongers who come directly from either side of the military-industrial complex. As long as you're a Pentagon stooge in uniform, or a weapons contractor, you're qualified for the war cabinet. 
Thank you for listening to our Empire Files podcast. Help keep us independent and ad-free at patreon.com slash empirefiles. And be sure to catch our newest episodes by subscribing to our YouTube channel.